Good morning, good morning. Also, those of you that are in the New York City area, Mr. Woods will be speaking in, I believe it's in Brooklyn, I believe, or Queens. Um, He'll be speaking um, at the Sunday service on June the 9th in New York, in New York. So anybody within that region, we want you to come on out and support him. Um, He will be the... um, Speaker um, at the at church on Sunday, June the 9th in New York. What's the name of the church? It's called Saint Temple. Saint Temple. And, Saint uh, Tim, Temple on Clawson, Clawson Avenue in in Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. Yeah, I thought it was in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. So um, eleven uh, services at 11:40 in the morning. That's on June the 9th. So anybody in the New York region. We definitely want you to come on out and support. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the determination, the strength, and the courage, Lord, to keep it moving and grab the harvest that's before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, y'all, we are so excited that the word is becoming manifested in the lives of so many people who have gotten on this call landline and just share with us their testimonies and the things that God is doing in their lives. And it's exciting because, you know, when you start the process of, you know, providing a message, providing uh, something you believe in your heart is going to help people. You know, you never really know the impact that it's going to have. You know, you can you can hope for the impact and you can wish for the impact and you can you know pray for the impact. But when you begin to really see that that word come to manifestation uh, in someone's life, it's like it's amazing. I mean, it's 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 amazing because. You know, folks don't understand the power of the word and the power of the tongue. What that tongue speaketh, God will deliver. It absolutely will. He absolutely will. If you can speak that thing out of your mouth and believe in your heart, work with your hand, it will become manifested in your life. I believe that. I just truly believe that because, see, God is a God of abundance. God is a God who just, just believes in blessing. Believe us over and over and over and over again. It's unlimited how much it can bless you. You know, the question becomes is how much, you know, what are you asking him for? You know, are you asking him? You know, sometimes sickness comes upon us, but are you asking for healing when sickness comes? Sometimes uh, 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 financial challenges come upon us, but are you asking for financial freedom when it does come? I mean, sometimes you're going to find that things don't always seem like they're going in the right direction. But if you ask God to put you in the right direction, to guide your footsteps, to lead you down that path of righteousness, if you ask him, he will deliver. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. As we, as we continue to talk about the power of conviction, you know, you've got to believe that. We talked yesterday about how David just had had conviction. He he had he had his faith was so high that he didn't even he didn't even recognize he didn't recognize what the people were saying to him about how big Goliath was. I think David, you know, in the Bible it talks about David, and I, I think David was a little um, I, I don't know what the word to use, but uh, I don't say he was like you know deaf 
or nothing like that, because he can hear really well. But I, I can't say he really was just kind of crazy. I, I mean, he wasn't. He was in his right mind. He was a very good leader, you know. Uh, uh, but, but there was something wrong with David when you compare him to the world. See, David understood to be ye not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. He he understood that thing, and I like to go to David because. David just seems to, he, he excites me. You know, you, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little dyslexic. I read from the back of the book to the front of the book. I go from the back, and I keep moving back, 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 down to the front. I, I don't know what it is, but I like to see what the end is going to be. And with David, I, I was excited that he killed Goliath. I was excited he cut his head off. But I was even more excited when I got to the front story. See, it's okay to hear the back story, right, what happened back. But... But how about the first, how about when it all began? See, what I'm recognizing is this, and this is something I, 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 I'm trying to, you know, grapple with. I wondered what God and David talked about in the valley. Yeah, I do. I'm telling you, I really do. I, I, I wonder that, and I wanted to just kind of just share that with you all. Is I wonder what their conversation was like before he killed a lion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I wonder what his conversation was like before he killed the bear. I, 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 I wonder what his conversation was like before he went out there and said he's going to kill the lion. I, I, I wonder what his conversation was with God. Because that, that, that front story, that, that story that happened in the beginning, it, it, it seems to set him in motion. I'm striving. This is just my own personal, you know, my own personal thought, y'all. So y'all just kind of, you know, roll with me this morning. Have you ever thought about what somebody thinks before they do something? I'm not talking about after they've done it. You can see what happened after we've made our decisions, right? But I'm talking about beforehand. See, David had a thought beforehand, but his thought was based upon his time that he had spent with God while he was just shepherding the sheep. Why he was not, because there wasn't nobody out there but him and, you know, when you're shepherding sheep, it ain't like you got no two, three, four, two, three folks with you with the sheep. It's just you and the sheep. You know, your sheep herder, he does his thing. He goes this way, that way with the sheep. So I, I just wonder what David did, because there wasn't no books. You know what I'm saying? There weren't any books around, so he couldn't read, you know. But he, he, David did something while he was out there with those sheep, with God. He heard something. He believed something. He, he, he had time. He had time on his hands. And see, when, see that's why it's important to, to, to recognize how we spend our time. David, to me, was having a conversation with God. And that conversation led him to become more convicted. See, it didn't just start. He didn't just run out there one day and say, I'm going to beat Goliath. You know, no, 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 no. He didn't do that. There's something happened in the front story. There's something happened when, when David spent time with the Lord. When David's mind was just set on the Lord. When David's heart was set on the Lord, something happened, y'all. I'm trying to get a, a grasp of it because, see, David had a different type of conviction. 
it, it wasn't the same. Even now check this out. Even though he came from the same mama as his brothers, even though he was Jesse's son and Jesse had other sons, but David was different. And I'm trying to get to what, what was that conversation like between David and the Lord when he spent time with the Lord. But I, I, I'm recognizing something. I'm recognizing something. He did something that I didn't hear the other brothers do. The other brothers didn't spend time shepherding the sheep. They were out there fighting the battles. They were doing what they were supposed to do. But David, you know, he was a, he was a, he was a, he was a son that just kind of you know you you're the youngest son. You got you got you to take care of these sheep. So imagine what a little boy, what they called him at the particular time, so Goliath called him a little boy. What a little boy is thinking. See, this, this, this thing really got to me because what I, what, what I found was I found that David, this is, this is what I find just through my research, I found that as David was spending time in the valley with the Lord, he was becoming, becoming, what God had already created, God had already created him to be a king. But David didn't know he was going to be a king. David just thought he's going to grow up like any other little boy. He's going to go out and fight just like his brothers. He's going to do everything everybody else does. But David did something amazing when he was in that valley. He kept talking to the Lord. And the Lord would tell him what's going to happen, frame by frame, right? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm extracting this, right? Because I'm, what I'm doing is I'm trying to put myself in David's shoes and saying, what was the Lord and David talking about? Well, he had to be talking about something, something serious because David was all about doing what he, he always checked with his father. <laughs> he said, the Lord be with me. And he didn't say Jesse. He didn't say Jesse. Now. He didn't say my daddy. He didn't say my daddy Jesse. He said, if the Lord be with me. He kept saying it over and over again. If you look at the battles that he fought, if you look at the times that he went out there and he began to battle, he said, if the Lord be with me. And then he told the folks that the Lord was with him when he killed the lion. He told the folks that the Lord was with him when he killed the bear. And he said, the Lord be with me, but I'm going to kill Goliath too. He began to build something I thought was so important while he was in that valley. He began to, begin, began to build a relationship with God. Yes, he did. He built a relationship with him. Because think about it. I never heard him say, I'm going to call on Jesse. You know, Jesse was his father, right? He, he, I, I, he, no, 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 no. He said, if the Lord be with me. He said, my Lord, my Father, my God. I mean, he, he kept going back to how can you define And he got mad about it. He got mad about it. When you talked about the, his Lord, his God, when you talked about when Goliath was cussing and fussing about he going to kill them, I mean, kill them all. He said, I, I dare you to defy my Lord. He got mad about the, the, the Goliath talking about his father because he had built a relationship with him while he was in the valley, while he was out there tending those sheep, while he was just, while he was just him and the Lord, and just the Lord reigned on him, and the Lord, the, the Lord guided his footsteps. See, when you think about that thing, that, 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 that time that he spent with the Lord was so crucial. 
It was so crucial that it prepared. It gave him everything he needed to fight his battle. It gave him everything. When he fought the lion, the Lord was there. When he fought the bear, God was there. And he said, when I fight the lion, he's going to be with me as well. He kept going back to the Lord. He did not say his father. He did not say his earthly father. And that, that, that amazes me because what I'm recognizing is that he spent time building that relationship. He spent time building that relationship. You know, when you go into a relationship, you don't just have to go into a relationship. You, it costs you time. And the, the question that I wonder is how much time are we putting in to get the conviction that David had? Because if we put in the time that David put in getting the conviction that he had, we would get what he got. In fact, we'll probably get more. Because we have a backstory of what happened when you put in time with the Lord. You're able to kill your Goliath. You're able to cut their head off. You're able to you're able to you you're able to, to deliver your enemies. Not through your effort, but through the time and effort that God has convicted you and conviction conviction by faith. That's what David had. David had faith. He didn't have no helmet. He didn't have no breastplate. He didn't have, he didn't have all those things that Goliath had. He didn't have all the things. Saul had all those things too. Saul had the exact same thing that Goliath had. Saul had a helmet. Goliath had a helmet. Saul had a sword. Goliath had a sword. Saul had a breastplate. Goliath had a breastplate. Saul had sides on his feet. Goliath had sides on his feet. I mean, so all those things. Saul had people who go before him. Goliath had what? His armor bearer who went before him. So they had the same thing. What was different about Saul and Goliath and David? What was the difference between the three? The difference is David had something neither one of them had. David had the conviction of faith that was so strong that he didn't need no helmet. He had the helmet on the inside. He didn't need no belt. He had the belt on the inside. He didn't need a breastplate. He had the breastplate on the inside. So he said, I am equipped with everything that I need. And the reason why he said that, because he has spent time with God. He's been in the valley, y'all. He's been in the valley. He's been, he been in that valley. So, you know, he was out there spending that time. You thought he was just with the sheep. The sheep can't talk. All the sheep feel bad, bad. That's all the sheep say. But God said something different. God was whispering something different in his ear. God was saying, I'm going to anoint you, David. I'm going I'm to I'm watch out for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He said, just spend time with me. He said, just spend some more time with me. Spend some more time. No, David, not ready to go yet. Spend some more time with me. And I think I think that 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 helped me to better understand Ephesians six and eighteen when we begin to read in the book of Ephesians and it says it says and pray this is what it says Ephesians sixteen and then I be and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests that's what it says right there. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, with this in mind, what? Praying in the Spirit, when? On all occasions, with what? All kinds of prayers and what? Requests. 
With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. I mean, this this this, this is this is so good because this right here is just it's like it's like it's like you, you you're understanding what David did. He kept on praying while he was in the valley. He kept on praying in the spirit while he was in the valley. Went on all occasions. What? Now he didn't just say one. That's what, you know how I know he played prayed in all occasions because he prayed for the lion. He prayed that he would kill the lion when he attacked his sheep. He prayed that he'll kill the bear. So he, now he didn't pray for the lion and the bear at the same time. There was first the lion. They didn't come on the same day, y'all. All your troubles don't come on the same day. Don't y'all recognize that? You got different troubles on different days. <laughs> different problems happen on different days at different times in our lives. That's why we got to continue to what? Pray with all kinds of prayers. That's why you pray for healing and you pray for health and you pray for wealth and you pray for health and you pray for, uh, you, you know, you pray for peace and you pray for joy and you pray for, I mean, you see, you just can't have one prayer, y'all. But how did you do that? You pray continuously by having time with God, continually because he's going to say you need to pray for that this week. And then you pray for all people. See, this is, what, this is what's so exciting. See, you just can't include yourself in your prayers. You got to pray for all those other people who are going through as well. It's not. It's not just about you. Some people are so selfish. It's all about them. No, 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 no. I'm praying for you while you praying for me. We praying for each other. I'm praying that the request you're asking God for come to full fruition. I'm praying for your health. I'm praying for your mental state to sharpen. It ain't just one prayer, it's all kinds of prayers. I mean, you think about this thing. If we only pray one prayer, just one prayer all the time, and then something else happens, how about that other thing that happens? What are you going to do when another thing happens? That's why you've got to pray. You've got to continue to pray. But the only way you're going to pray and you begin to do this, you've got to spend time in that relationship. You know, because the relationships are very important. I, I'm, I'm a... I'm, I'm a firm believer in relationships. I just, I'm just, I'm just old school. I value relationships. I don't, I don't value all this social media stuff. I don't value that. It doesn't have value for me. What has value for me is the true relationships in my life. Those relationships that are important. People I spend time with, but the people who I begin to, I build relate. Like I'm spending time with you all. I'm building a relationship with you. This ain't just a, a wake up and whoever, 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 whoever. No, 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 no. There's a connection. There's, we're spending time together. We're spending time together sharing the word, reading the word, understanding the word, getting motivated by the word, and moving that motivation into manifestation. See, some folks say we just motivate. No, 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 no. We move motivation into manifestation. But we do this through continually bringing you the word and praying for you. That's what David did. David prayed. David just kept praying and praying and praying. I mean, every day he was going to, come on now. Ain't nobody out there but the, the sheep and David and the Lord. I mean, come on now. You can't talk to a sheep. A sheep won't talk back to you. And then they will follow you if you lead them in the right direction. And God says, uh, I want you to lead the sheep while I lead you. 
said, I'm, I'm going to give you an assignment now. He said, I'm going to give you an assignment. I want you to lead the sheep while I lead you. And the sheep will only go where I lead you. I'm going to lead you by the still waters. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, so he kept, li- but the reason why he kept leading David because David kept listening to him. He said, David, I'm going to build you up. I'm going to build you up. I'm going to build you up, David. I know you, I know you, I know you, Jesse Slud and all, but I'm going to show you some stuff. I'm going to get you ready. And I believe he's getting you ready as well for something great to happen in your life, for something wonderful to happen. But we've got to spend time on that relationship. Relationships are going to cost you something. I'm going to hand you about it. Relationships are going to cost you something. It's going to cost you some time, and, and some relationships will cost you some money. Some relationships will cost you some heartbreak. Some will cost you some heartache. Some, some relationships will cost you uh, joy. Some going to be pain, but they, they still going to cost you something because it, that's what happens in a relationship. So in, 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 in David's relationship with God, he spent time, and God rewarded him. How do I know God rewarded him? Look at what the Bible says. Did he kill the sheep? I mean, did he kill the, the bear? Yes. Did he kill the lion? Yes. Did he kill Goliath? Yes. Did he slew 100 men who came in and took everything he had and destroyed his whole home? Yes, he did. David just kept, I mean, he was just, he was just a warrior. But why was he able to do those things? Because he had a relationship with God who says, I'm going to protect you. And he always said before he went to battle, I'm asking my Lord and my God to protect me. He said, the Lord and Michael, Yes. But what I tell you, what an awesome example of what to do when you're in the valley and the rewards that you receive when you choose to spend time with God when you're in the valley. And, you know, when we're in the valley, and Lord knows I've experienced being in the valley many, many times, when you're in the valley, you don't think you have time for God. And in your teaching today, I've realized that that's, what, that's the scheme that devil presents to all of us. When we're in the valley, we think, okay, i got to get out, and I have to do this, and I have to do that, and I have to do this, and I have to do that. But it never dawns to us that, man, if I spend a little more time with God, he will elevate me. He will. And when he does it, it is truly amazing how the world, nobody can put you back in that valley. The uh-huh. valley is a place that we discover so much. We discover who we are. We discover who he is. We discover, it, is, it goes to that verse that we talked about some time ago that says, in our weaknesses, in our weakness, God's power is uh-huh. perfected. And that is in the valley. Uh-huh. That's in the valley. Those of us, those of you that are in the valley, embrace the valley. Uh-huh. Push into God more, and you're going to see that when you're on the other side of the valley, you're going to say, Lord, I learned so much, and I became all that I was supposed to be. I've become wealthy because of the valley that I was in. That's right. That's right. And that's what that's what's key, honey, because you know, sometimes 
We don't want to spend that time in the valley listening to God. We don't want to spend that time in the valley hearing his words. And we try to run from the valley as quickly as possible. But what he's saying is, yay. He said, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But the reason why he doesn't fear any evil because what? He's heard from the Lord. He knows what the Lord has already said. He's already spent that time. That's why David wasn't afraid of Goliath. Because he spent that time in the valley listening to what God has already told him to do. How God has already shared his word with him. And when God shares his word with you, no ifs, ands, and buts about it, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to make it. You're going to be all right. We... We're praying for you on a daily basis. We're not just praying for you. We're praying for you. We're praying for your kids. We're praying for your family. We're praying for your health. We're praying for your wealth. We're praying for you to have a peace of mind. We're praying for, we're praying for you that you have joy. Because it says here, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer. Everybody has a different request all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. See, we are are so blessed in this day and time. And you are as well. Think about it. You're blessed. You know, I heard I heard Ramona I heard Ramona talk on the podcast, and I hope y'all get a chance to go and listen to that. I heard and Taylor, and the lady asked, "What was she thankful for?" And you know, sometimes folks start going down a list of all the things they're thankful for, and she reversed that thing. She said, "I'm thankful for all the things that didn't happen." <laughs> yes, she did. She said, "I'm thankful for all the things that." Didn't happen. Didn't didn't happen, y'all. Some folks thank God for what did happen. She was thankful for what didn't happen. That's the total reversal of what most how most people think. It's because God has blessed her. God has blessed us from so many things that could have happened that didn't happen. So you got to thank him by spending time with him and finding out, wow, Lord, I thank you. Oh, that could, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Ooh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. That could have been an accident. Thank you, Lord. Oh, that was just a fender bender, Lord, but that could have been a take me out. Huh? See, when you spend that time, which is so important, you begin to think about it. I mean, I could think about some look, I think about sometimes that I know it won't number the Lord. I know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. Huh? So I'm asking you all. I'm asking you. Spend more time hearing his word. Because you better make better decisions. You'll be clearer in your thought pattern. You won't go back to your bad habits. You won't go back to your past mistakes. You won't go back to your past relationships that did not matter. You'll continue to move forward with what God says you're supposed to do. You're blessed. 
You're blessed. You're blessed to wake up this morning. You're blessed to open your eyes. You're blessed to smell. You're blessed to see. You're blessed. You're blessed to hear. And what you got to do is you got to you got to move into the things that God is saying that you can do. And don't look back. I just want to share that with you all this morning. Ephesians six and eighteen. And pray in the Spirit. I pray that your conviction level increases. I, I, I pray that you begin to just go in and, and increase your faith. And faith is not what you see. It's what you believe in your heart. Your conviction is what you believe that is true. Do you believe what God said about you? Or do you believe about what the devil is saying he's going to do? It's a choice. And I just pray that you make the right choices so you can move forward, move forward and not move backwards. These things we ask in your name as we share this word today. Ramona, take us out. All right, I tell you, that was so good. Um, The valley, y'all, sometimes we got to count our blessings in the valley. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the courage, the strength, the conviction, Lord, to grab the harvest that's here, Lord, to keep it moving in Jesus' name. This I ask in your name. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. 